Okay. We gotta do this one more time. <laughs> you know, you could put a um, security breach on your phone with meaning um, people can't hear or see. Uh, you take pictures and stuff like that. So if you try to take a picture or you try to make an audio, it doesn't happen because you have the security breach on your phone. But anywho, um, <laughs> I just made uh, almost an hour podcast and I have to remake it because it did not publish correctly. But the moral of the uh, story that I was um the pitching was um, she's not clearing up anything that was said or um, done about or to her. She's um, she's on another level. She's on another wave. The wave is uh, self-care, self-discipline, and self-determination. And... Um, the bad habits that she uh, dwelled in and she's in, she indulged in um, is what's elevating her. And um, once you start to elevate yourself, you, you tend to make a lot of people uncomfortable. And they tend to want you to fail. They tend to throw stones at you. But when people throw stones at you, you pick them stones up and you build a wall and you start building a building, a table, and a whole bunch of other stuff with it. You don't supposed to take it and indulge in it and live with it and create things off of it. You're supposed to take the constructive criticism because that's all what it is. Or sometimes it's just criticism. Because sometimes it has no construction in it. It's just somebody that want to belittle you and make fun of you or try to make you feel like their whole life is surrounding around what they're saying. And um, the thing is, um, if you're not motivating me and you're not helping me become debt-free, I don't consume you. I don't talk about you. You don't exist. So if you think you have the pleasure of me conversing about you, you're absolutely wrong. There are more than one person in this world that feel the way that you feel about me. And with that being said, that's your problem. That's not that's not mine to discuss or to carry around with. I have enough things that I'm carrying around with and your, your your criticism is not one of them. Like uh, Jay-Z said, he got 99 problems, but a girl ain't one. That's the same thing. I have 99 problems, but a man is not one of them. Trying to find a man is not one of them. Trying to steal somebody man from someone is not one of them. My problems are me trying to be a better me and focusing on me getting away from people and things that are draining me. This is my logic of life. And I feel like 
when you turn 21, that should be your logic of life too. And if you're still consistently living in a 20-year-old life and you can't get out of that 20-year-old life um, habits that you have, you can't be mad because of uh, you on came around a 30-something-year-old and you 50-something and you doing less than what this 30-year-old is doing. The thing is, you should be inspired and motivated by this younger person that's doing things. It should motivate you to not want to do the um, crazy <laughs> procrastinating things that you do on a daily basis. That should be motivation enough. And um, my cap, my podcasts are not to belittle anyone. They are to be, there is something to listen to when you need hope and you need something to uh, pick you up when you think that, oh, it's not going to work. It is going to work. You just got to be consistent. And um, being consistent, meaning doing it when they don't clap. When they are clapping, that's cool. When they don't clap and they don't clap and they don't clap, you still be consistent. Because sometimes they might just be busy. That's why they're not clapping. Or people have other things to be doing. That's why they're not clapping. And still remember that when they're not clapping, there's still other people looking at what you're doing. So you just be consistent. And just because they don't like it don't mean they're not seeing it. You know, there's an um, anal, uh, um, anal, analyzation um, chart that you can look at on, like, a lot of these prof, um, on these um, internet, um, um, these internet platforms, and they tell you how many people looked at it. And <laughs> it's, it's so funny that I don't got, like, like uh, 6,000 6, looks for three likes. So out of them 6,000 people, three people liked it. So that means 6,000 people looked at it. You get it? It don't matter if they liking it or not, they still seeing it. So you know what that does? That gives me confidence. Even if you didn't like it, you still watching And, they, and, and I like how the platforms tell you how people are watching you. <laughs> That's why sometimes y'all see me dusting off my shoulders and stuff like that, because I know y'all watching. And I'm giving you a show, and I'm showing you that, you know, even your um, constructive or non-constructive uh, comments, they will never dis- d- disturb me, deter me. Or do anything to make me stop going hard on what I do. Now, I keep hearing a lot of people saying, oh, you need to stop doing that. You need to go do something else. You need to stop doing that. You need to do something else. No, I don't. That's what they tell all the successful people. And then when you stop doing, because they know that you're about to be next, and you stop doing it, you lose your opportunity. I'm not stop doing nothing. I'm about to break a curse that's been going on in my family. I'm about to be the next million billionaire. I'm not stopping for anyone. I don't care if you like me. I don't care if you love me. 
I'm not stopping for any of that. And that's just the logic of things. You got to stop dwelling in negativity. Because negativity is the reason why you're still stuck. When you have a positive outlook on anything, even if it's not going the way that you want it to go, eventually it will because you're being positive. And I really believe that positive plus a positive will always result in a positive. A negative and a negative, you're going to always get a negative result. If you dwell on doing it, trying to do it right, what you what you dwelling is is going the universe is going to make it do what you're dwelling on. If you're saying to yourself, this is the type of person that I want to be, and you keep concentrating on that type of person that you want to be, that's what you're going to become. If you keep dwelling on knocking somebody down and making somebody feel bad all the time, you that's what you're going to do all the time. That's your consistent base attitude and reflection of life. You're not going to never get ahead knocking somebody else down. The person who gets ahead is the person who picks somebody up even when they're in a race. But the thing is, I was asked a question on an application, and they said, who is your competition? The answer that I gave to them was, I don't think no one should be comp- should be competing with anyone. I said, I believe God gave everybody a niche. And if we use it correctly, we shouldn't have to um, be in competition with people. That's how I answered that question. I know it blew them away. Like, I ain't never heard nobody answer that question like that. (laughs) Why am I in competition with you? Anything you have or anything I have, you can do it and you can have it too. So what am I what am I hating on what you doing? And why should you hate on what I'm doing? Anything I have, you could get it too. See, when we learn that there's no there's no competition, there's only working together, then we'll learn. And then another thing is I want to um voice to you people. You people, y'all come, like I keep saying, y'all come and y'all look. And y'all just come and y'all look. And I don't know if it's my energy that's so strong, that's it's intimidating, or I don't know what it is because I'm laughing, or I don't know what I could be possibly doing to you so you won't communicate with me and ask me and, and see what you want. Like, you must don't want it that bad. Because my thing is, when I used to do hair, I wanted to make money. So I would go out. I would I would talk to people. I would um, get their attention. I would give them a flyer. And they would come and bring their girlfriends. And I would do their hair nice. And they'll come back. And they'll bring more people. And that's how you build your clientele. It's the same thing with business. So... If you're not doing that, that's the reason why this person that you want to do any type of anything with, 
you're not going to ever be able to do it with is because the fear that you have, the fear that you have of somebody saying no, and they could be, they could be, they could be on the phone talking to somebody and you see them shaking their head. No, that don't have anything to do with you. You still supposed to go and say, hello, my name is, oh, I seen you somewhere and I like the way something or I know some way that you can make more if you do it like this. Or instead of yelling and trying to do it negatively, try a a positive way. Go another way about doing it. Because the way that you're doing it is silly. It's immature. It's not business. You're coming around people that you want to do business with smelling like weed. Okay, one thing, I don't smoke weed anymore and I don't drink anymore. So if you come around me and you smell like weed, you already, I'm already offended. I don't want to do business with you. Won't you smoke weed after you get the business done? Because some people don't want to smell that. Some people don't like the way cigarettes smell. You, that's a person preference. You can't force nothing on a person if that's their preference. This was these two young ladies. They came both back to back smelling like weed. And I could tell that both of them was trying to get my attention. Like they either wanted to do some business with me or they wanted me to do something with them. But I was so turned off about how they how they how strong that weed was. It was making my nose hurt. Like I don't I don't like the way the smell smell anymore. That's why I'm not interested in it. It the smell makes me feel bad. So if you're trying to do any type of business with a business person, you don't supposed to be under any influence anyway. If you won't be under and then it was early in the morning. So that's another thing that I'm saying, like you get up early in the morning and smoke weed. That's already a no, no. You know, billionaires, you know what their routine is. They get up five o'clock in the morning. If they pray, they pray, they meditate, they take a cold shower they eat breakfast and they write down what they want to do. And then they go accomplish what they write down. They don't, they first thing is not to roll up a blunt. Y'all messing up your brain functions by putting that chemical in your head that early in the morning. What you supposed to be doing when you wake up in the morning is drink a warm glass of water. That um, helps your stomach. Yeah, that helps your stomach and it helps you if you need to use the bathroom too. If you constipate it. If you're always constipated, you need to drink water, warm water when you wake up in the morning, not smoke a blunt, not smoke a cigarette, not do anything that doesn't supposed to be in your in your body. You're doing you're you're doing it wrong. Let me tell you, health is wealth. And if I see that you're not healthy and I see that you and that you're high on a substance you are, it's already a no, because I see that your money goes to weed. Your money goes to a substance. I can't do no business with you. You're not going to be a good business partner with me. You're going to be too busy trying to smoke weed and I won't, I'm going to be wanting to do something, but you too busy smoking weed. I can't do that with you. That's some habits y'all need to stop. Your habits is going to stop you from getting money. And it's bad habits. It's not good habits. Getting up, stretching, 
and doing and doing exercises to improve your body and your mind, that's something that I could I can hang with. Being consistent, keeping your body looking young, that's something I can hang with. Y'all people, y'all 20 years old and y'all look like me. You know how old I am? I'm not 20. I'm your mother age. Why you look my age? Because you're running and you're doing wrong things and you're you're intaking wrong food. You eating fast food, which which is has a lot of pesticides and a whole bunch of other chemicals that you don't need in your body. That's why you're aging so fast. The things that I consume keep my age at at, at a certain look. That's why you look like that. You run into you run into Dunkin' Donuts all the time, not knowing what the heck is in Dunkin' Donuts products. That's why you aging like that. That's why you, that's why your mood is like the way it is. That's why you can't be still. That's why you can't be quiet. That's why you can't concentrate. You put in all of this negative, nasty stuff in your temple when your, God created you to live off the land. Live off of the things that he provided us to live off of. We didn't supposed to be really eating meat. We supposed to be eating really a lot, consuming a lot of vegetables. And if it is starch, is is not. Um, and if I mean, if it's not um, protein, is not really meat. That's why a lot of you women out here act manly, because y'all diet is meat, and it's processed meat. It's not even um excuse me, um, harlot, yeah. I can't say the word right now. I know how to say it, but I can't say it. It's not even, they don't even pray over the, the, the meat before they um, assassinate it. Like, y'all eat meat. That they just kill, and when they kill this, these animals, it's a chemical that they that they put in that comes out of their body, and that's what y'all eating. So that's why y'all sometimes act manly, and and men act womanly. It's what y'all consume. I know a lot of men that are vegetarians, and they thick. They bigger than the men that eat meat all the time. Y'all need to consume more healthier things. You need to do exercises that motivate and, and, and speed up your brain. You need to you need to be doing things that's um, elevating your circulation of how your blood is going in and out of your heart. You need to start doing things like that. That's what's going to make you look young. The things that y'all doing is the reason why y'all look so old looking. Y'all like 22 24, 27, looking like 40-year-olds. Y'all got 60-year-olds that look like y'all. That look like y'all age. 23. That's horrible. And it's what y'all consuming. And then if you try to tell them what to eat, oh, they don't want to listen. But look how you look, though. You don't look good. You got a big, you got a big gut. And you call yourself having a big butt. No. Your big your big butt is your gut. Soon as you lose that gut, your butt is gone. That's the only reason why your butt is there.
because you got a gut. I keep telling people you're doing it wrong. They keep telling me I'm doing it wrong, but I don't have no gut. My stomach ain't big. I lost weight, gave y'all a chance to try to get it, get it back, and still got and still got it big, bigger and faster than y'all. Just to show y'all, I know what I'm doing. Y'all don't exercise. Y'all sit. Y'all. A lot of people sit in the house and do nothing. And, and y'all, y'all keep the television on. Y'all don't read. Y'all don't write. Y'all not doing no type of motivation to yourself. What are y'all doing that's going to help your future self when you turn 60 and you're not able to do all that crazy stuff that you're doing right now? What you going to do when you, you're not able to walk no more? You know, my doctor, they told me I, was, I wasn't going to walk after the age of, I think it was like 30-something. They was like, you're going to have a problem with walking. You're going to be deformed. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. And I was just sitting there listening to them like, really? Mm. Ten years after they told me that and I came in his presence without a cane, he almost fell on the floor. He was like, how you get your foot to get a little straighter than what it is? I said, because I told myself that I wasn't going to be crippled. I watched my father be crippled. And he was crippled because he used to do drugs. My father went from a gym, a healthy gym person to being a cripple. And it was the and it was who he was around, who was motivating him, who was putting him down. That's what made him die. If he was around people who was motivating him, telling him, you're going to walk again. You just got to get back to doing the things that you're doing, eating the way you was eating. You're going to be just the way that you was before. He would have still be alive. My, I, I believe my father would still be alive. We'll be in the gym together looking good. It's who you it's who you spend your most time with. So if you see me always with myself or you see me talking to myself, it's because I'm my best friend. I give my I give the best advice and that's why I look the way I look. I don't look ate up. My face ain't ate up. I don't wear a boatload of make, makeup. I don't do any of that. I drink a lot of water. I mind my business and I eat stuff that people think is disgusting. I'm not overweight. I look good. I feel good. I wake up. I wake up ready to take out, take on another uh, a day to see what I could do to figure out to make my situation a little bit better. I'm not sitting around here discussing nobody. I don't care who you are. I don't want to know who you are, especially if you're negative. I don't care who you are. I don't even want to know your name. I don't I don't know your name. But I hear that a lot of y'all know my name. Y'all know my attribute. That's crazy. You know my government and you know my Muslim name. That's crazy. That means I got power and I don't even know these people. These people were coming from 
from every every aspect of the world knowing my name. That's powerful. It's one you and you always see her. You know how you could tell that's me. I'm always by myself. You will never catch me with a group of girls. All of my girlfriends got homes and husbands and they and they don't they don't live nowhere in the hood. I talk to my girlfriends in a year. I probably talk to them about 20 times in a year. How many times I see my girlfriends in a year? None. And we are the bestest of friends. We more than friends. I knew a lot of my girlfriends since I was nine years old. We family. That's not friends. And it's not a lot of people who could say that they have friends since they was nine years old. I still have all of my childhood friends. That's what type of character I have. When you can hold on to friends like that. Because a lot of people can't hold on to friends. They start losing friends. Friends start seeing that they changing and they becoming arrogant. And they don't like to be around them or they don't like how they talk. Or they don't like the way they talk about people. So that's how they lose friends. All of my friends are successful. I have a friend that's a doctor. She's a real doctor. I have a friend that's a lawyer. She's a real, she works in a law a law firm for a real for a real um, a real good lawyer. My friends are very successful people. They even business people. That's why that book I made is some truth to that. I really have successful friends. Oak Eleven. It's real. It's really. I really have friends that's like that. That own stuff. They they got property that they own, or they inherited property that they own from their parents that work hard and that embedded being smart and and doing the right things and investing your money in the right things will will, will have you passing on property and businesses, not not um just uh, bills. That's what you want to be doing. You want to be passing on your children. You want to, they want to inherit properties and businesses and stocks and bonds and trusts. You don't want them to be inherited your bills. And now they, now they messed up. They still trying to get themselves together and they got to bury you with no money. That's what you don't want to do. So if I ever, if I ever one day have a child, my child going to be straight. My child going to have a whole business. And if my child could flip that business and, and, and sell, sell art and, and do whatever that they do, they going to be good for the rest of their life. What do you mean? What, do, what type of legacy are you leaving in this world for your people? Because even if my family who really don't do what they supposed to do. If I left this earth, my family is straight. How about that? They could have supported none, but they straight. What type of, what are you leaving? What type of le- leverage are you leaving for your people to be Okay.
nothing. You're going to leave them with a whole bunch of bills and be sad because you're not there no more. And you think you winning? You're not winning. You losing. You, you messing up the economy. That's why the economy messed up. Everybody just want to sit around and don't do nothing. No, nobody want to put back into the pot. Everybody feel like somebody owed them something. They feel like, oh, because they ancestors was slaves, they supposed to be getting reparation. But at the same time, you still supposed to be doing what you're doing. Even if that is true, we supposed to get reparation. You still supposed to be doing what you supposed to be doing and keeping and keeping funds and everything else going with you. Because if they do come around to give us reparation, you still we still want to be going forward. I think a lot of time that they're not going to give it to you because they seen what they what y'all did. Y'all didn't do anything. Y'all gave, y'all made, what? I'm sorry to say it. Y'all made white people richer. Y'all made celebrities richer. All of these black owned businesses got none of that money that they gave y'all. That's sad. But anyway, that's another topic. Not talking about that. Learn to focus on what you're doing and stop worrying about what somebody else is doing. This is what someone does on a daily basis. Be consistent. And if it offends people with you being consistent, that has nothing to do with you. How people feel about you is is their business. How they want to talk about you is their business. How they want to tell people to... To, to not support you and not do this, it's okay. Because, like I said, Starbucks, he didn't get, he couldn't get a loan. He asked 275 banks and everybody say no until he got the right one. So my thing is, if what's around you keeps saying no, go a little bit farther because they're going to say yes. And stop thinking that these little 10,000 people that's around you who don't like what you're doing, it's going to, it's going to, it's going to make you not win in life. They're just in this one section. They're not around the world. Remember that. What they think about you is their own thoughts. It don't have anything to do with you. And just because they're not supporting don't mean someone else won't. And don't listen to people when they say that don't nobody going to do this. Ain't nobody. No, it's not their Their people is not going to do it. And it's okay. No one was asking y'all anyway. No one came to your door, knocked on your door and say, can you support? No one never did anything. No one knows who you are. No one cares to know who you are, but the hood which is really too much of nothing. I heard, I had this one person say, oh, you got to let the community uh, accept what you're doing for you to do what you're doing. No, you don't. Sometimes it's people outside the, of the community that helps you elevate. Just because your community doesn't help you elevate doesn't mean another community won't. That advice that you're giving to people is dead wrong because you're making people think small 
like, oh, I got to stay in this in this regional because this is my community. No, it's not. You got I got people from California. I got people in Italy and I got people in New York. That's nowhere around where I my regional of where I'm at. I don't care about their opinion. I don't care if they don't like it. I don't care if they don't like me. That's not why I'm consistent. And let me and let me say another thing is you need to fail. Fail teaches you to be consistent. Cuz when you failing, you're learning what not to do the next time. You're learning how to elevate yourself to do it a little bit better than what you're doing it the next time. You start you start twerking things a little bit better than how you was doing it when you was felling. So if you keep felling at things, that's good. That means you're trying. Some people don't even try. So if you fell, kudos to you. You get a clap from me. That means you getting up and you're trying. That means you're, you're not just laying around waiting for somebody to come save you. You're trying at life. And if, and if it's not happening for you right now and you keep trying and you keep being consistent, it's going to happen for you. When the day that you stop being consistent and you stop trying, it's over for you. I listen to a lot of motivating people and I see and I hear the way they talk. And everything that they say is a mimic of my life. People going to tell you to stop. People going to tell you to shut up. People going to tell you that it is ugly. People going to tell you that they don't like it. That's a sign that you're doing good things. Because if nobody ain't saying nothing, you ain't doing nothing. If you ain't got, if you ain't got one person telling you that it is awful, that means you ain't doing Enough. If you got nobody telling you or saying anything to you, that means you need to get more consistent. A person that reminds you every day of how awful your stuff is, is that person reminding you. That's God. Telling, let me tell you sometimes what God do. God will make, and it'll be uncontrollable. They can't stop it. They can't, it's something that they just can't stop. That's God making them do that so you can stay on your Q's and P's. Sometimes it's not bad. Because when you look at it, if you're looking at it negatively, it's going to always be negatively. But if you're looking at it positively, it's going to have a positive result because somebody who's always saying something about it, it's because it's something there. It's not a bad thing. Trust me, it's not a bad thing. So you be consistent. You keep doing it. You get better at it. You learn. You go learn and find out things to where if you ever do get the opportunity to get a storefront, to, to bake cookies, to sell shoes, 
um, to sell your quilts because you know how to because um, you know how to crochet or whatever your niche is. You keep, you keep learning. Like it's this um, it's this site that this billionaire man he gave me, and you could go up there and they teach you how to open up a store and how a store should look and what should be displayed. That's going to bring customers to your store and how to advertise and what and what and, and what advertisement does for your business and stuff like that. And this all of this stuff is for free. And this is something that a lot of people don't want you to know. You can actually go up there and take these courses and it's totally free. You don't have to print out the certificate. You could just get the knowledge from all of these. It's from marketing, cooking all types of things. You could just, you could, good. This, this is what they go to school and pay all of this money for. And you could go on this website and learn all of this stuff for free. And another thing is another person told me that I like and that I heard is Sometimes it's not the product that sells it. It's the person. Sometimes you have to be personal with people and play and be playful for them to be like, oh, I want to buy something from her. It's not just, oh, you don't want a product or a service in people's faces and expecting them to gravitate to it. And they don't even know nothing about you. Like, okay, that's a nice product and that's a nice service, but... She, um, she, she's nothing fun about her. It's like, she's not person. She's very impersonal. She's, um, her attitude is kind of, mm-hmm. she's not funny. She doesn't make anyone laugh. Like when you go on my pages, sometimes you might see me being silly and then you might see me being nothing but product. That's because my silliness is attracting people to my page. Now, once you get on my page, you're going to see, oh, she not only, but she does this and that. Oh, wow. That's, that's really cool. That's what that does. And this, and I learned this from a, a millionaire. He's a millionaire. He said, you have to be personal. You have, sometimes you have to make a friend before you make a client. You're not going to always make a client if you're not friendly. Learn the difference. You can have the best service. You could be trying to do the best service. But then when you see these people, they trying to, they, they, they sit there and stare at you and it's, it's uneat. It's it's just uneat. They don't even. You don't even smile. They don't. You you don't even get a nothing from these people. You just they just dead. But they want you to do what they what you what they want you to do. No, you you're corny. You just came and sat in my face and blinked. Like what are you doing? You ain't say a joke. You ain't say anything. At least I I make a joke and people be laughing. I make people laugh and I make people, or if, if I'm not making you laugh, 
I'm making you understand something that's of importance that you're doing wrong. It's either those two. And then you'll go back and be like, she right. So I was on a bus the other day. And this lady, she came on a bus. She's all pretty, makeup all up. And she's sitting, she's sitting across from the bus driver. And a lot of these bus drivers caught the coronavirus. And they caught the coronavirus because these people get on the bus. They don't have a mask on because they're wearing makeup and they don't want to mess up their makeup. This lady coughed and you could see the mucus coming out of her mouth. And I said to her, that's nasty. That's what I said. That's it. I said, that's nasty. She laughed. She laughed and said, hee, 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 hee. I said, I don't see anything funny about that. I find that real ignorant. And these bus drivers are risking their life and getting sick. And now they're not able to work. And y'all don't even care about them. I said, your makeup is ugly. Kiki, ki. shut that right down. Y'all need to, y'all need to take care of each other. That bus driver, he was already coughing, looking like he probably was already sick. And y'all get up there and, and, and cough on each other. That's nasty. It don't have to be the coronavirus. It could be a flu. But these people, we need them to get to work and handle our business. And y'all making them sicker. And y'all don't even care. It's just, it's just play. like this world. Well, the, the world that we live in, y'all selfish. Y'all only, y'all only think one way about people. Y'all not considerate to older people. Y'all not considerate to younger people. Y'all not considerate to nobody. Y'all do what y'all want to do. Y'all feel like everything y'all do is right. The way that y'all living is right. And y'all wrong. Y'all totally wrong. And in the long run, you're going to see how wrong y'all really are. Sitting there blatantly making someone else's, making someone else sick is sickening. I feel bad for a lot of things that's going on in this world. And I feel like if we was more people and being more human and godly, like a lot of the negative and the diseases and a whole bunch of stuff wouldn't be happening in this world. If we just learn to love and care for each other, this world will be a happy place. This world will not be so corrupt and have so much diseases that it's, it's, it's another disease created every second because we're so disgusting. We have no hygiene training. We touch everything. I seen a girl get on a bus, touch the railing. With the same hand that she touched the railing, she put her thumb in her mouth. And then she took her thumb out of her mouth and touched that same. I was like, wow. So she's putting her saliva. No telling what's in her saliva. You don't know what somebody else 
got on their hands and they touching you. Now you don't put it in your saliva and you wonder why you look the way that you look. I'm not even trying to put people down. It's health is wealth. If you look healthy, you could get you could get up and do more in, with your life. If you are if not just looking healthy, if you're healthy inside, you could get up and do more with your life. When you're not healthy, you cannot do anything. And the reason why this world is going to go down and diseases and a whole bunch of other things is because no one cares. No one. It's disgusting. I sit there and watch everybody touch and I'm just like, oh my gosh. I don't touch anything with my bare hands. I'm sorry. You could say she um, uppity, she hasiditty, she thinks she better than, you could say whatever you're saying. I'm not touching nothing that a thousand people just touch and they do not clean the way they supposed to. They've been stopped cleaning the way they supposed to. No, 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 and no. I think I've been around some unhealthy people and I'm still healthy. I took a Corona test before. I was negative. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get sick because I don't put myself in a situation to get sick. I'm always keeping my mask on and I'm never touching surfaces. And when I come in the house, I'm taking a shower immediately and taking them clothes that I had on around them people off. I'm never sitting in nothing that I was around and I seen, and I, and I seen somebody cough or sneeze around me because all of that stuff is on you. That's why y'all be sick and y'all be wondering why y'all throat hurt. Y'all be wondering why y'all head hurt. Y'all don't take care of yourself. Health is wealth. You could be poor, but if you look healthy, somebody with wealth will want to mess with you. Remember that. Now, last thing that I'm going to leave with is whatever you hear about me, believe it. Whatever attitude you heard about me, believe it. My attitude and the way that I run in my life goes by how you treat me and how you respect me or how you disrespect me. So it's accordingly. You treat me with respect, you'll get a nice person. Treat me with disrespect, you're going to get a not, not a nice person. That's why you should believe everything that you hear about me. I'm not here to clear up anything. This podcast was not made to clear up anything. I don't care. What they're saying, what they're saying is true. I don't care. Even if it's not true, I don't care. I know who I am. My God blesses me. He blesses me in front of those who lie against me. And I have nothing to prove. The thing is, you can either want to deal with me or you cannot. And if I don't want to deal with you no more and you want to run around and tell people, that I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I'm that and I'm this and I'm that, I still don't care. I'm not changing the way my beliefs are. My habits have changed. Whatever habits that you have, that's yours. I don't have anything to do with that. 
You can't make me change back to anything that I don't no longer want or no longer care about. And I want everybody to have a wonderful and beautiful last two, um, 40, or I think 30 days, 40 days of this year. I hope everybody lived to see another year. I don't, I don't compete. I'm not in competition with any of you. I hope we all win. I hope we, our health increase enormously. I hope, um, we start seeing and hearing better. I hope everyone gets what they want out of life. I don't want nobody to be sitting in no cold. I don't want nobody to be sitting in no Penn Station. I want everybody to win. I want everybody to be happy. I want everybody to be have joy in their life. And one thing about me is I sit down when I'm done. I will never sit down off of your opinions, especially uh, opinion and especially advice. My thing is don't get don't get upset over somebody that you wouldn't take advice from. It's simple. Don't let nothing that they're saying make you feel some type of way if you're not gonna take advice from them. Ignore them, keep doing what you're doing. Keep being consistent. Remember, God gave everybody a tongue. And the way that they use it, that's their business. It has nothing to do with you.